Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. I am so glad to be here again to speak into the ear of your soul, to speak into the ear of your hearts today. How is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? Are you stopping to listen to where you're at in your soul? How is your soul doing? This podcast is about refreshing the soul, and that comes from Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, where Jesus says to come to him, and he will give us rest for our souls. If we take his yoke, we take his way of life, we take the way he does things, and him helping us alongside of us, if we learn from him, he is easy meaning it's well-fitting, he's well-fitting. The life that he has for us well-fits us. And it's light, it's light. And he will give us rest. That rest is a refresh, a refreshing for our souls. And just right there where I said well-fitting, I, I want you to understand that sometimes we will pick up things from childhood, a mindset from trauma or some hurt or whatever that we have experienced, or just, it it may not have been hurt. It may not have been trauma. It may just be a way of life that you've always known, but it's not fitting the person God knew before you were a thought in your mother's womb. I hope I'm saying it right (laughs) the way I'm feeling it right now. Jesus' yoke, the way that he wants us to live, is, you know, it's tailored to you. It's different for me, it's different for you, but it's tailored to us. And that's why we have to come to him individually. It's, yes, it's great when we can go to people to pray for us, to intercede on our behalf. We can ask them. Hey, just keep me in my prayers. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a place where we have to get with God, where we can come to him ourselves and say, this is what I believe is going on in my soul. What do you have to say for me? I need to hear you. What are you saying for my life? You know, the other day I was, I was praying and I was praying for everyone else. And when I got to myself to pray for myself, it was like I had a loss of words. I didn't know what to pray for. I was like, God, help me. Because I'm like, what is, what's going on? I'm trying to figure out where I'm at. I'm trying to locate myself. Something that my pastor, Pastor Angela says often, you know, we have to locate where we are just as God encouraged Adam to do when he was in the garden. He was like, where are you? He asked Adam, but he was really trying to get Adam to figure out where are you? And in that moment, as I was praying, that's what I heard from the Holy Spirit. He said, okay, you need to locate self 
Where are you right now? Where is your soul? How He pretty much asked me, how is your soul doing? Think about your soul and where are you? And I want you to do that this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast, think about where where am I in my soul? What's going on? Have I been triggered by anything lately? Am I bothered by something? Is something heavy in me? What is it that I need to bring to God? And as I stilled myself in that moment, I quieted myself and I found the place. I heard my soul. I heard Shawanda. I heard a cry. And sometimes we can allow life to just, I don't know if it's get in the way, but it just, it kind of quiets the voice of our soul, the cry of our soul. You know, we're thinking about others. We're thinking about our kids. You know, we have work to do. We're helping serve. We're, we're, you know, you may be in school, whatever the different things that we're doing in life. Sometimes we can forget about our souls. And I, I say souls because, you know, we may still get our nails done every two weeks, our haircut, you know, every week and, you know, go shopping and spend that day alone. We'll even, you know, take naps. But have you located where you're at in your soul? What's really going on? Because even that can kind of cover up what's going on in your soul. And I had to take a moment to still away and really hear what was going on. You know, I believe Jesus had to do the same thing when they would find him. Well, they wouldn't find him, but in the word, it would often say how Jesus, he would just, he would go away by himself to pray. You know, and I just encourage you today, if you haven't done that in a while, or if me asking this question, you're like, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what's going on in my soul, really. I want you to just take some time and quiet yourself before God and or in front of a journal. I love journaling and just really say, okay, what is going on in me? Let, let me write down what what do I feel? And, you know, this month in the podcast, we've been talking about fear, fear in the soul. And, you know, I know that, you know, I've been reading this definition, fear is this emotion induced by a perceived danger. When you feel threat or when you feel that there may be harm, we feel this emotion. But I just, I mean, it's something deeper than that, you know, when it comes to fear in the soul. There's some things that I feel like we don't, we may not necessarily feel that fear, you know, that's like something that feels really, really scary. We may not feel a sense of that emotional fear. It may, and I can't even call it a feeling. I feel like it's more of this fear mindset, this fear way of living. I believe somehow fear can get rooted so deep down in us that it seems like it's a part of us that it no longer feels like fear. It just feels like that, well, this is just how I am. I remember growing up, I never was, I was never the one to kind of speak up for myself. So if something was, if something bothered me or something was wrong, I wouldn't be honest about it. I just never, I just didn't, I would not speak up. 
and you know, I can I can say now that it came from a fear place, you know, fear of, you know, again, rejection, fear of trusting people, or trusting any, even someone close to not hurt me. And now as I think about as I think about that place, because fear, I guess it was a place that I, I lived in. It's a place that we can live, it's a place we can operate out of and move out of. It became more of that than a feeling. So if say some as an adult, if that was to happen again today, someone asked me, Oh, how are you doing? Or or really want an honest opinion about something. And if I didn't, if I went back to that place of fearing rejection and whatnot, it's not that I would feel a sense of fear, but I would just respond out of it because fear had been embedded and rooted in my soul for so long. And I I just really want to speak to that place and talk about that today because there's some things that we have been living out of for maybe 20 plus years. And tears is coming to my eyes right now as I talk about this because I feel this for me and for a lot of people. And I know that God wants us free. I know he does. It is time. I believe we are in a season where it's coming to a head. And God is like, I have so much more for you, daughter. I have so much more for you, son, in the next season that the root of fear can no longer stay there. It cannot stay there. And I I, want to read to you something I wrote in my journal, you know, during this time as we've been talking about fear to God. I said, dear God, I, I feel like more of me is being loosened. Hmm. Like this thing with fear is unraveling this place in me that I've kept tied up and protected. The fear of being challenged in a hurt place. Just that part of me is feel like more of me has been loosened. I believe fear can grip and tighten the very essence of who we really are and who we really want to be. And we can be afraid of being that because of our mindset and how we've always looked at things. And so last week and last episode, I talked about perspective and how we have to get God's perspective and hear what he says and how he sees us, but also really get into the mindset of how am I really believing that people see me? Like, am I believing they're seeing me as I'm not worth it because I am not married, I'm a single mom or whatever you want to call it? Am I viewing myself through the eyes of what I think people are seeing me as? Because the way you believe people see you, and if you believe that's the way you see yourself is through their eyes, that's the way you're going to move out of. And if it's from this fear-based mentality that I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not valuable, I've done so much wrong and I've, I've messed up that I won't be accepted, I'll be rejected, you will move and live and operate out of that place. And so the more I allow God into this place and be honest with Him, it's like there's this more of me has been loosened. I'm not feeling so much afraid to to 
speak up and be honest about how I feel. And sometimes it's just, it could be little things. It's not about the, it doesn't have to be this big old thing of, oh, you hurt me and this is how I feel. Sometimes it can just be being honest about, hey, do you want this last piece of chocolate I have? And sometimes fear would be like, ah, I don't want to seem too much. I don't know. But if you want it, yes, I want that. Thank you. <laughs> you know, so it's just being more of who you are, more of who God created you to be. I'm talking about the God in you, the, the renewed you, the part that is unafraid to even be wrong. You know what? I may be wrong, but I have to be honest in this place of who I am and not fear the wrong. Sometimes we fear being wrong and we will fear it so much that we believe that being ourselves is being wrong. And I want to tell you right now, it's not being you that is wrong. It's our actions, the things that we do that cannot align with God's word, but you are not wrong as a person. I keep going back to this place in scripture, Jeremiah 1, where God is telling Jeremiah, I knew you before you were even a thought in your mother's womb. And you know what? I, I'm just going to go to that scripture real quick because I believe Jeremiah was, he had some fear there because God was calling him to be someone he didn't see himself as. And God spoke to him in that place. <laughs> and it's funny you know, God will speak to us in the pla- in our place of fear. He wants to speak to us in our place of fear. Because if we keep trying to get validation from others and how they see us, we keep trying to have them speak into the, our place of fear, you know, that fear is never being uprooted. Fear and any other root that's in you, this way of life, the only way it can be uprooted is by the word of God. Whether that word is from God's mouth, from what you're hearing him speak to you, or whether it's from the word that is written in scripture, we need God's word. So that's why I just want to, I'm going to go to Jeremiah, it's one and four. And under the NLT version, it says Jeremiah's call and first visions. Verse four says, the Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. And here, verse six, Jeremiah says back to the Lord, O sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. And the Lord says, don't say I'm too young for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you and don't be afraid of the people. Wow for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Wow, hear God right now. Don't be afraid of the people. Don't be afraid of the people. I just hear that is resounding very loud right now. Do not be afraid of the people. Do not be afraid of the people. Get that. Hear it in your heart, in your soul, if you want to go back and read this, what I just read is Jeremiah 1, 4 through 8. God says, I knew you. I knew you, Shawanda, before you were even formed in your mother's womb. 
there is a version of us that God already knew, already predestined, and he wants you to walk more and more into that person. And I'm telling you, that person, fear is not rooted in them. The spirit of love, the spirit of power, the spirit of a sound mind is rooted in them. And so what I want to encourage you today, as I wrote in my journal, I want you to do the same. Like take out a sheet of paper, take out a journal if you have it. Maybe don't journal and just, you know, maybe try something new or take out your phone. You're writing your notes in your phone and posture yourself to hear God's voice. That's the first thing I want to tell you is to hear his voice. God told me, he said, I'm moving you out of this place of fear. And what you have to intentionally do is hear what I am saying, because fear can speak. Fear has this this familiar voice. It does. It's familiar. You know it. And familiar is a place where we like to stay in. It can be a comfortable place. Just because it's fear, it doesn't mean it's uncomfortable. We stay in, in a place of comfort or familiarity because we know it. And we may not know the other side of us that speaks up for ourselves. And God is God is saying in that place, if that's you, whatever you're fearing, hear his voice. What is God telling you to do? And, you know, I want you to be specific. God, I'm afraid of doing, saying, or this is the place where I find that fear is rising up. And even if you're like, you know what, I'm timid in these places, but I just, I don't know how to express it. I don't know how to write it out, say it. It's okay. God is a God. He knows the cry of your soul. He knows the cry of your soul. And I believe even coming to him and sitting quiet or even saying, God, I know you know where I fear. What are you saying about this? What exactly can I do today? And then two, I want you to do what he tells you to do. And it sounds so simple, but I know when it comes to being obedient in a fearful place, in a place that you have not, you've not transitioned out of, you've not stepped out of. It's just, it's always been this way. I've always thought this way. I've always seen things this way. I want you to be very intentional about, okay, God told me to do this. I'm going to do this. I literally, I, I did this last weekend and I said, I brought to, I brought God my fears. This is what I'm afraid of. This is what's going on in me. And I said, but God, what are you saying? And he gave me two instructions to do for the rest of this month. And I keep it before me, in front of me. I've written it down in my journal. I'm keeping it in my heart. And I intentionally do it every day. I intentionally remember what God has told me to do and I'm going to do it because I do not want to go into this next season and fear is still the king of my heart. Fear is on that throne. No, I am going to get out of this place. I want to be and see the person that God knew before I was formed in my mother's womb. And if you're with me, let's do this. We're going to hear what God says. We're going to do what he says. And then the last thing is don't forget what you heard. Don't forget it. I'm going to read James 1, 22 through 25 to you really quick. And it kind of sums up just what I said. 
James 1 22 says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise you are only fooling yourselves. See, if we, we, if we hear only here, that's only one part. You still haven't come into a place of the fullness of what God has for you and what God wants for you if we only end there. But it says you must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. We got to do what he says or we will forget what he says. We will forget who we are. I want to know who I am. I want to see it. I want to live in it. I want to breathe in it. I don't want to be wishing I was. I don't want to be forgetting that I already am. No, 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 no. We're going to start doing this word. Last verse, verse 25. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says, and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Did you catch that? If you're looking into this scripture, if you're hearing what God is saying carefully, that's what's going to set you free. It is his word, but it's doing his word. We want to be set free from fear. I know it. God knows it. He's saying right to you, right now to you today, look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free. And remember, Paul said that this law, you know, is not about the written law. It's about the spirit of the law. Okay. So even the things that we can read and say, okay, this is what I should do, should not do. But the God is, God is wanting to speak something to you. He's wanting to give you specific instruction of this is what I want you to do. And whatever that thing is that he tells you to do, that's what's right. That's what's righteous because it came from him. And God can speak that word to you in your spirit. He may speak it to you through the scripture. He may speak it to you through you, through someone else. Be open to how God wants to answer your cry. Be open to how God answers what you write down in your journal. You may continue writing and notice you're writing what he's saying back to you. I've done it. Someone may come up to you. However God wants to speak to you, be open to the instruction and the voice of God and do what he says and don't forget it. So we're going to hear his voice. We're going to do what he says and we're not going to forget what we heard. Bring your fears to God and he will set you free. Okay, let's end with our confessions for the soul And I'm going to change it up because God changed this up on me. I didn't read everything and go over everything that I thought I was, but that's what I said. God, you know, I want you to always speak through me. Let's do something a little, a little different. Back to that Jeremiah, that Jeremiah, I want to use that as part of our confessions. Jeremiah 1, and I'm going to pull it up right here. God knew me. Before he formed me in my mother's womb, before I was born, he set me apart and he appointed me. I will no longer be afraid to speak. I will no longer be afraid 
to be who I am. I am free from fear. I am free from my past. I am free from what people think about me. I will be who God says I am. And I will see who God says I am. I will hear his voice. I will do what he says. And I will not forget what I heard. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.